0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 367. Two blokes talking tech back from Huawei. Hawaii. <laughs> you, could, you should just be there for Hawaii, Huawei. Maybe that's where they should have their next launch. They should sponsor. Huawei should sponsor the state. Is it a state? It's not an island because it's a, It's a state. It's an American it's the state. state of Hawaii.
1: Hawaii. <laughs> I've literally yeah. stuffed it.
0: Maybe He's they back. should have sponsored my trip. Mate, Welcome Maybe. back. <laughs> it's great to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Sydney missed you. Were yeah. for, How long were you away for? It felt like a week and a half. Uh, eight days,
1: yeah, nine days. Solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hiking. Good. Instagram yeah, was we full of just photos of you and Joe in the me, sun. Me and me and the missus. A lot of selfies. And uh, I, I got. I, I held. I had a couple of snorkeling shots. You see my snorkeling shots? Yeah, I didn't think they that great. The, what phone? Uh, yeah, no, oh, uh, that was, it was the a GoPro. GoPro, GoPro, GoPro seven. Uh, was the water? Oh, murky? Yeah, the water was murky. Yeah, yeah, the water was murky. But I have. I have some other shots it's that I have held
0: back. It's no Maldives.
1: No. But it depends on where you go off Waikiki. That was just off Waikiki Beach. It wasn't uh, any anywhere outside Waikiki, but there was the photo I shared was this massive turtle that just happened to swim past me. Crush. And I thought, hey, here we go. I'll we'll take a photo of that. I took a selfie, actually a wide shot, and you could see Diamond Head behind me and all the skyline. It was, uh, no, it was worked good. out okay. I yeah, love good. the GoPro Hero a 7.
0: Fun. A lot of fun. Fully waterproof. And
1: um, sure. what's, what's the other feature? The uh, stabilisation. Yes, and the... The, uh, yeah, they're will underwater. So you okay. are
0: reviewing that product there so you can write the trip off as work.
1: Well done. Absolutely. Well well done, Stephen. Was, I worked the whole time, mate. I've, the tech guy did a miss a beat while I was away. Well done. I kept it moving. Well,
0: we're here to talk <laughs> the latest in tech news, tech information, and we do it all. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and UniDurn here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen, the mobile phone data wars. Now, forget Telstra and Vodafone, right? Just for a moment. Let's just yeah. forget the big three. They run the networks. But they, those three networks, Telstra Optus and Vodafone, also wholesale their networks to a bunch of other companies. So yep. I think the three most notable in my mind are Boost on the Telstra network, Emasim yep. on the Optus network, and Kogan on the Vodafone network. Now, there's many, many more. There's OVO on Optus. There's mm, Veya uh, yeah. is on Optus as well. Um, Aldi is on uh, Telstra. Telstra. Yep. So there's a bunch. There's a lot of lot of companies yep. out there. But I found it fascinating that just in the last kind of two weeks there's been a lot of new data plans come out from those three companies that I mentioned: Boost, A, M, and Kogan. And we're getting to a point now where the data limit for Kogan at uh, what is it, fifty dollars, is forty gigabytes. A, M, mm-hmm. uh, at sixty dollars is sixty gigabytes. Sixty gigabyte. for sixty. I like the sound of that. Yeah, and and uh, Boost is seventy dollars for fifty-two. So their peak numbers are. It's always hard yeah. to compare because of the peak numbers, but they're actually reasonably comparable. Um, when you go twenty gig, so twenty gig with Kogan is thirty seven dollars. With Amaxum, it's forty dollars. Um, and Boost, uh, I don't know twenty. There, there's a twenty two for forty. Mm-hmm. So Kogan's cheaper. Amaxum slightly more. And Boost slightly yeah. more than that. Is is the general principle? it is a lot of data. It
1: it is. And just it's just responding to the fact that you know year on year we're we're using double the data. Like yeah. basically, from a year ago we're now using twice as much as we did a year ago. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I'm I'm trying to work out why is it because there's just a lot more content to download or is it because uh, people are hitting their data limits earlier? Why? I think streaming. What, what have we done? Like, well, it's just, it's just more streaming? people are streaming like, A year things. ago, they were streaming as well. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm but... just trying to picture why the sudden jump, I think. Is it is it just there's more people just realizing they can do it? more
0: video content. Yeah. You know, Facebook is full of video now. Yeah. And remember, Facebook is now pushing you towards So you watch one video, it pushes you to the next one, to the next yeah. one. So it's a... You know, it's continuous a continuous rabbit hole, yeah, right? Like, like um, YouTube, yeah, right. YouTube, the same. Yeah. So, and then you've got the plethora of sports. We haven't even got on the rundown the new Fox Sports streaming yeah. service. Ko. Yeah. We'll talk about that maybe next week. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's just so much to do on your phone. Yeah. Um, and plus,
1: plus, I think everyone we're we're a mobile society, don't you think? Like a lot of people oh, sure. aren't aren't home a lot of the time. But also, I know this is true for my kids they they don't watch as much TV anymore. They're watching everything on their devices, mm. even though they've got Wi-Fi at home. But that habit also happens that, that, that they do the same thing out of the home. Yeah. like I, I know my, my kids would be watching streaming stuff on a tablet or usually their phones at yeah. home, and they go out and they expect to do the same thing. Also, all the kids, let's say, well, those, are all on Instagram, Snapchat, which yeah. is very data-heavy. Yeah. Apps as Instagram well. Instagram That's all why, about images. That's why I think it's it's we're doubling because think about Instagram stories, right? Exactly, videos uploading and yeah, even the what are they called the long form videos now on Instagram? What are those I've ones? I never are... watch one. of stupid Instagram. Yeah, but TV, you know what IG I mean. Yeah. TV, yeah. So you can you can do longer videos. Yeah, yeah. And not only are you is it you're uploading that's data, but you're also consuming everyone else's. True. So you're looking at all these videos yeah. constantly. Look on your phone. And see, you know how you can see in the settings how much data each app's using? They are ahead by a mile. Instagram Instagram is is most people's biggest killer. So the
0: interesting one for me here is that um, the competitiveness among these telcos, clearly something happened at the network level to let all three major wholesalers discount the prices. Because I felt like these didn't react to each other, they just happened at the same time, which was
1: interesting to me. Within days of each other, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But
0: the other thing is, we're still at a point where people clearly don't understand how to properly shop around for a prepaid. Mm. Because, oh, I, I mean, I love the people at Boost. They, they do great stuff. amazing him. Long time, big, good telco, probably mm. fourth biggest telco fourth in, biggest, in the country. Yeah. Kogan, you know, upstart doing his best. But Kogan on just dollar value. As I said, $37 for 20 gig versus 50, mm-hmm. uh, $40 uh, versus... Forty to get you twenty-two, so it's better value. Full stop. But, but 365. So it's also thirty-day expiry. No, yeah, just thirty. Just, yeah, thirty-day versus twenty-eight. So yeah. it's an extra month you've got to is, pay is with a major twenty-eight. Budget, well? Twenty-eight.
1: Yeah, that's cheeky in it because that's thirteen. It's 30 It's 13, essentially thirteen, 13 months, a year. right? So there's yeah. a huge.
0: There's there's a whole one of those things to be saved. Plus, to Kogan's amazing credit, and I do think this is brilliant. If you sign up. Today and you pay three hundred and sixty five days worth.
1: Yeah, that's the go.
0: They the thing is they reward you during that period. So we yeah. had um I think Rob uh, who's a long time listener of ours, um tweeted me the other day saying the the gift just keeps on giving. Yeah, I saw that. Too. Signed up to Kogan, you know, let's say six or eight yeah. months ago for probably, oh, you know what? At a guess, it was probably, probably only twelve th- or thirteen gig, and he's yeah. now getting forty. Forty, yeah. Because and it's just gone from thirty two to and forty, and the price
1: hasn't gone up either. No. is to their credit, because you do because he's yeah, already yeah. paid. Yeah. So
0: money, it's money oh, in Oh, he's on the 365-day yeah, so plan. So you've paid in advance. Yeah. Kogan's got your cash, and you've paid for, let's say, 15, 20 yeah. gig. Well, it, but he's Kogan, really rewarding you for committing Correct. For yeah. But Kogan is, is also instilling a great customer loyalty because why on earth would you go somewhere else yeah. again? You'd pay the 365 days in advance because you're always up to date. Whereas with a uh, Telstra Optus or Vodafone on a
1: contract... You commit to two years two on a contract, years, yeah. you get no reward There's along no, the way. Yeah, true. I, my, both my parents, actually, I put on the Kogan 365 yeah. plan, and they're getting more than enough data per month. And my dad is just happy that he's only got to do, just deal with it once, once a year. A year. So put it he, in the He got diagram. He got a warning. Actually, this is his second year he's been doing it. He got a little email saying, oh, what's this? My thing's due. I said, yeah, yeah we'll just do it. And I, uh, sitting, I was with him. I have a coffee with my old man uh, mm-hmm. every day, and he was he said, here we go. He got the email. I said, okay, let's update you right now. We did it over the, phone, over the phone and it was done. Yeah. It is. And got my mum on him as well. She's, she's on the, the same plan. It's, it's cr- I mean, I, I, full credit to Kogan because I don't
0: think yeah. anyone else is doing that. But, oh, I mean, I, that surprises me that they're not doing it. Aldi's
1: got one plan that have a 365 but it's not quite as much value as the Kogan no. plan. No, that's right. But I'm surprised though that Amazim or Boost hasn't why thought. Why are they hang be on, trying to sign Why are they looking over the fence thinking, "Hang on a minute, why don't we try to do this ourselves?" Massive discounts, yeah. you're incentivizing You're locked them in for a year. Yeah. Like, what, what? You're guaranteeing I don't the
0: revenue for a year. Sure yeah. you take a hit with a, you know, 10% discount or something, but you're yeah, locking but them in for you the You've got them in for a year. You, maybe. Got, and, you got,
1: and you got their money up front. And maybe as the well. other
0: problem is maybe people just aren't churning. People are so yeah
1: frigging loyal. They're literally not churning between these tacos, or lazy, Lazy. or don't know that there's other better deals out there. Um, It's well, I was talking
0: to the boys about this with how much we spend every month on. Mm. Okay, just don't even do the numbers in your head because you'll kill yourself. But it's like. (laughs) Mobile phone, Stan, Netflix, Spotify, Apple
1: Music. You know, if you've got a few services, yeah. you're, you're really churning through some cash. So, monthly, you're probably looking at, well, let, let's just work it out. Netflix is about, what, 18 bucks a month? Let's call it 15. So, Stan is 10 still. Let's call is it it 10. 10 or 12? It
0: can be more, but let's call it 10. So, that's, that's 25. That, 25. Spotify or Apple Music, Spotify, 12 bucks. I'm
1: paying 17 for a family plan. So. Okay, let's call that. Let's go let's halfway, 15. 15. Yeah, okay. So, so what's we're that up 40. to? 40. So then then you've got your mobile plan. Let's say you're on a $40 plan. No, most people will be on 50 or $60. you are already at 100 So that's 100 a month. Yeah. And that's not including your home internet. No. That's not including what other services would you be? Maybe Amazon, but, but they that probably you might be on, on Netflix YouTube. or you know, like YouTube a... Music. You might be on Spotify. I'm actually
0: scared to know how much I'm spending every
1: month. Uh, oh. don't, don't you look at your credit card statement? No, just whatever. Really? It just happens. Just come rolling in too easy, ain't yeah. <laughs> No problem. You're traveling, eh, Trev? Trev, just furnish a brand new office. I think he struck struck the Powerball, I think. but
0: <laughs> all good, mate. Don't,
1: don't even worry. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. I have
0: to review these things. I've got a YouTube subscription. I don't
1: really yes. use it, apart from yeah. the fact
0: that I don't get ads.
1: Like, and, and, and we haven't even spoken about Foxtel. Throw Foxtel. Foxtel. I'm back on board, by the way. Foxtel. Well, I'm back
0: on Foxtel. Yeah, I'm back on board with but, my IQ4. But, mate, I also, Well, oh, this is how stupid I am. I've got Foxtel and KO now. Because I had to test KO. So yeah, I signed yeah. up to that. And you reckon that seven-day trial is going to be cancelled? I'll forget that. <laughs> seven days. So, yeah. Like, okay. It could be at least 20, a, year, a month before I remember so to that. So there's a few that. services, isn't it, yes. so, the, the, that we're paying So for. then, then take, the, take us out of it and go, okay, so, uh, I don't know, like one of your kids moving out of home, they're not really connecting Fox. They're, they're renting, let's say. They're yeah, going to have... Fox till now. Yeah, mate, yeah. they're going to have Spotify. Sorry, they're going to have, yeah, let's say Spotify, um uh, Netflix, Stan, and maybe Ko. I mean,
1: you're up for seventy bucks, just sixty, yeah. seventy bucks, just for those. Yeah, like it's, I'd say though, that's a lot of money. There's a lot. There's a lot of customers that'd probably be either Netflix or Stan. There'd be yeah. would it be too many that get both? You reckon? Yeah, I reckon it's the and correct me if I'm wrong. Hashtag ziggy, ziggy zaggy. I reckon that the number of people who've got both is probably twenty percent.
0: Yeah, no, I know. if that, I wouldn't say oh, I wouldn't
1: say more than thirty, but yeah. I would that have, have thought it was a seasons. reasonable number. So I know each have has and I'm a big fan of Stan. I love love I've been watching have you been watching Kidding with um, Jim Carrey. That show? No, I haven't got into it yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I really like it. I just finished watching Get Shorty, the second season of Get Shorty, which was awesome. Yeah. And there's all these other exclusive shows coming through.
0: Also, how rubbish? And I mean when I say rubbish, I mean okay. bottom of the barrel shit was House of Cards'
1: latest season. Oh Well, I'm only three episodes in, so well, first and foremost, I reserve my judgment. There's
0: only eight episodes.
1: Yeah. It's like, shorter. Than there's usually 10, isn't there? 13
0: or so. Yeah, right. Like, it's
1: awful. Yeah. I, Mate, I, I just I, I've watched three, and I don't mind. If I was you, I'm I'd still going. No, rubbish. I'll, get going. I'll give you a tip on a good one while we're talking about it. I watched, on the way home from Hawaii, I watched the entire new series called Bodyguard. Yeah,
0: a lot Good of people have said show. that. Tell me, Watch tell it. me, my problem with bodyguard—the guy, bodyguard,
1: the dude out, Richard Madden, the dude out of uh, Game of Thrones—is in it. So I don't i have never seen. Yeah, Game he's uh, he's so he played Rob Stark. Here's in Game my of problem Thrones. with
0: bodyguard. It just makes me think of the movie. So what, no, what, what should bodyguard. I be thinking of?
1: You should be thinking of it. It's more What's like sort of a terrorist <gasps> investigation. Oh. oh, he's a former. Oh, I'm uh, downloading form, it now. He's a former. Uh, uh, he served in sure. the military. <laughs> and he's, he's, he gets assigned to uh to okay. be the bodyguard of how the many home episodes? secretary. Uh, six. Oh I'll, yeah. oh, I, oh, I'll watch it on nine. Oh, you'll smash it. I watched the entire series on my nine-hour flight on the way home from Hawaii.
0: Okay, well, you and I, how long's the trip to Seoul? We're both going to Korea is, next week. Uh, nine and a half. Yeah, you'll smash really? that. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, <laughs> I I, I'll, honestly, I'll have a word to
1: the pilot so we can go faster for I'll you. Is not, that right, mate?
0: Do you know the worst thing the last yeah. time I went to Korea? <laughs> Um, we were coming in. We we're probably forty minutes from landing, maybe thirty. You know, yeah. we're on that point where everyone's buckling up. The, the yeah, everything's Prepare bent. for landing. And I'm sitting there. Captain comes out, just shaking people's hands. Thanks for flying. I'm like, dude, get back up the front. <laughs> Who's flying the plane, mate, dude? Get back up the front. <laughs> what? I don't want the first officer. To get the, the back per- up the front. <laughs> He's got the first officer, second officer. It was not. It was not a company. Did feeling that unsettle to unsettle you? Did yes. It? yes. Jeez. mate, if you've got. Um, what are those things called up here? Stripes. If you've got stripes on You're your rank. white shirt yeah. and some sort of pin with a bird, get in the front <laughs> in the behind the little room up the front. footproof door, okay? <laughs> Do not come out. Okay. Anyway, so Steve so and I are flying to... Is that Korea? Korea I'm pretty yeah, we're, sure, go, We're yeah. going Korea to get out. Yeah, we're going A380 this time. Though, yeah, so I, don't I didn't I don't know. Last have you picked
1: time. your seat as well, by the way? Or? Uh, I was given a seat and window? I asked for a different one. Really? Yes, because I wanted a window. You're a window man. Yeah, I am. I'm an aisle man. Yeah. Middle aisle man. Oh, that's just stupid. Got to be near a window.
0: Anyway, yeah. um, two bikes talking travel streaming and of course whatever it was we were originally talking about. But, yeah, well, was um, so the mobile
1: data. Yeah, plenty, we will plenty there. We'll do a show next week. Tell uh, us what you from think from Korea.
0: Um, so yes, so we'll be in Korea next week. We'll do a show from there. Stephen, um, yeah, big well, news this big week. News did it happen in, while you were away? Yes, in, just yeah,
1: it, it did, and uh, it was still covered uh, on Tech Guide. It <laughs> was. Uh, Big news in on the TV front. If you're, you're looking for a TV, it's a great time to be looking because Hisense have just unveiled its new range of OLED TVs, which we found out about 11 months ago. In January, CES, Hisense announced that Australia, this was an Australian-only announcement, by hmm. the way, that they're going to release OLED TVs, and they have finally hit the market. Here we are, like, mid-November. And everyone was shocked.
0: When I say everyone, I mean everyone.
1: You mean now or back then? No, back then. Like yeah, but basically,
0: no one other than the dude on stage who yeah. said they're, they're they're releasing it knew about it. Yeah,
1: like it was it came as a bit of a surprise to everyone. But I think though that, uh, I, and I asked like Andre, uh, shout out to Andre from from High Sense, Andre Enewsy, and I asked him. I said, "Why?" He goes, "Look, we're responding to customer demand. They they are aware of this technology. LG been out there successfully with it. Sony, Panasonic, yeah, and we thought we we wanted to." offer it to the customers they're still offering their flagship is still the ULED TV ULED, yes. Which they've got a lot of technology invested in that but they've also come forward with the 55-inch and 65-inch OLEDs which are actually reasonably priced i think well, you and know, what I love about it is 55 and well, what is it for for the 65-inch
0: but let me let me bring you straight to the real pricing 2798 for the 55 and three nine nine five for the sixty five. That's mm. the JB Hi-Fi pricing. Oh. Okay, so forget RRP. It's already stunning value because at the first. Oh, so they've knocked a thousand off
1: at JB already. Almost, yeah. Because it's four triple nine for the yeah, sixty five. It's
0: three nine nine five for, for the sixty five. Oh, wow. Like okay. so,
1: basically, um,
0: it's the cheapest sixty five inch OLED TV. So for a Panasonic, you pay an extra dollar. So it's the same price as a Panasonic yep. essentially. There is is uh, E8 LG for yeah. 500 more. Wow. Now, the E8 and then the C8 is the next one up, which is the same price. Well, the E8 and the C8 are the same price. Hang on, the C8's or, the, uh, yeah, the, E8's maybe, the good maybe one.
1: Maybe the E8 50, the C8 55-inch and the E8 65-inch. Uh, Mate,
0: I'm telling you on the JB Hi-Fi website yeah, right wow. now, the C8 and E8 LGs, both 65-inches, are forty four ninety six. Wow.
1: And just looking at the design, oh, EA very similar to what we've seen with LG, you know, with the, with the guts of the TV down yeah, the bottom yeah. half, very thin. Yeah, thin the, the side screen, profile is similar to what you'd expect. Yeah. I actually saw this at uh, in Berlin at, at IFA. Did you see? Yeah, this I saw it as well. Yep, so yep. It, it's a really nice looking telly, like with a, the the big stand at the front. Very thin screen, as it's similar to what Mate, LG's offering. Let's
0: be clear, it's an LG OLED panel. LG's the yes. only company that makes OLED panels. So yeah. Sony, Panasonic, LGs, um, High yeah. they have all got the same panel. But yeah. an LG panel, an LG OLED panel from LG Display, which is a separate company to LG Electronics, um, is really just the pixels. It, yeah. it doesn't determine how good the picture is coming into it's it. It's what and, you do with it, and counts. how well it, it brings the picture in, uh, how well it treats the picture, what it does to upscale images and things like that. Now, yep. the good news is Hisense... Do a pretty darn good job of that in many ways already. So it they should do. be. I would think it should be on par with that. The kind of second tier Sony's and and Panasonic's.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't think they'll well, have. Well, Sony, Sony quite would Z Z argue that they're they premium. No, not, Panasonic. The, not the premium Sony. There's, oh, yeah, there's yeah. two levels of Sony Understand. as well. Yeah. But even but even Panasonic, even at that sort of four grand five thousand level, they're they're kind they're of gorgeous. still yeah. pushing the fact that these are like Hollywood reference. Monitors. These are they got that the twenty year legacy of being used in Hollywood, and that's kind of their. So here's the problem, out. right?
0: Here's the problem for yeah. high sense. Um, and we, we've talked about this many times before. Mm. You're standing in JB Hi-Fi. You want a sixty five inch OLED TV, mm. and there's LG's for forty five hundred, rounding up. Yeah. And there's a high sense for four grand. Do you dip the five hundred extra for the LG, or do you just go the high sense?
1: Yeah, I think I think Hisense is going to get a lot of sales out of this.
0: And I I, I think you go the has come a long
1: way as a brand.
0: I, I think the who will struggle is people trying to sell fifty five inch mm. uh, uh, TVs, Sony, LG, trying to sell a fifty five inch um, OLED for you know three and a half when for three Hisense. nine you can get Hisense at sixty five.
1: So so the what's the fifty five Hisense 20, worth twenty twenty eight hundred. So I reckon that that's probably a sweet spot too for people who want a OLED. Don't want happy with the 55 inch, that's a pretty good price. LG's
0: E8 55 inch, yeah, same price as Hisense's
1: 55. Oh, so the LG 55 and Hisense 55, same price. Okay, well, that, that, Sony's that's more a, expensive. That, that, that's that's a, that that a that's a pretty solid com- competitor there. Angus
0: is going to kill me for not knowing this off the top of my head, but I'm just trying to work it. Is the C8 or the E8 the better? I think C8, C8 is the better. higher
1: up the alphabet, yeah, the better.
0: Well, hang on, E is higher up. He is no, I mean, in. like
1: A, A, if you get an A, A is the top if, right what, what gray would you prefer, an A or an F? I'm just,
0: you said higher <laughs> up the alphabet, okay. <laughs> well, uh,
1: as in, yeah. So Mate, we'll, the C8,
0: 65 inch, at the same price as the E8, wow. Sure That's the J-B one with that beautiful front, yeah. front edge on it. Yeah, but the right. E8 has the glass. I'm sure the E8's better. Because the E has that glass, so it looks like it's floating. Should I look on the LG website? Yeah, do the, that. <clears> well, you know calendar. what we can do? We could also look up, because we do this on the fly, folks. Just stay with us. Um, but we, I wonder if the LG OLED RRP prices are in our email. So I'll check the emails. I'll go to <coughs>
1: LG's website as we speak right now
0: and see whether we can find the, the launch from earlier this year. Um, I'm just going to the website. The, the website normally has pricing. Yeah, it normally does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So OLED TV. Here we go. I've got the prices. Uh, OLED c e, uh, C8 are more expensive. The C8
1: is more expensive than the E8.
0: Normally, yes. So, okay. OLED TV C865. What about this? It started at RRP of 6399 wow. and it's now
1: 4496. Well, on their website, the 55-inch C8 is through 3899. Um, I don't have a 50 50- Oh, a yeah, 55-inch C8 is yeah. 2498. Wow,
0: that's
1: $1500 cheaper nearly. And so the sixty five C eight on the LG's website is sixty one ninety nine forty four ninety six. Whoa! See what I'm so the RRP just just throw it out the window. RRP's, and so then the E eight, which is uh, next level down, one down. Okay, are you sure? Hang on, Hang on. no, no, no. The E eight, E eight sixty five inch OLED is seven thousand dollars. But the C8 is $6,000. So, no, E8 No, must you're be right. Better. The E8, yeah, he's better. They've listed them in the wrong order here. But 70,
0: the E70. So, what about this then? The original RRP was 7699 9 for the E8 wow. 65 inch, right? What what have you got out of E8 65 inch.
1: E8 65 inch. Is $7,099. So,
0: its original RRP was yeah. 7699 9, And it's currently E8 65, 65 inch. Four thousand four hundred ninety-six dollars, mate. That That's is the deal. A half of, thousand cheaper. It's nearly three. It's three thousand two hundred cheaper than the wow. list price at the start of the year, mate. There's something wrong with the JB Hi-Fi
1: website. There's never been a better Don't time reckon. to buy OLED TVs. I mean, <laughs> it's just insane. What about the wallpaper TVs? Are they? Are they come down? Well, as they're well? not listed the on wallpaper. Um, oh, not on they're JB. They're not listed on JB. Wow. I'll check Harvey's though. But it, um, oh, well, OLED, and, and and yeah. Meanwhile, you got Samsung plugging away with the QLEDs, which are which are you know they're near OLED quality, you yeah. could easily say, and they're still uh, doing Double. pretty good, pretty well. I'm going to
0: stop you right now and tell you that you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go shopping, baby. <laughs> LG 65-inch W8. So that's the wallpaper. Yeah. Hang on, Seven, is that last year's wallpaper? Uh, WH no, that's
1: this year. year. That's the current year. model. Okay, 65 inch. 65 inch on the LG website. 9999.
0: 7995. Whoa, well, baby. What about the 77 inch? I mean, I'm just looking. Uh, 70, just checking the W. Jeez, 60. 10 so inches cost a lot of money. Originally 10 grand, 9999. Nine, nine, nine. No, that's the biggest you can get on on, well, on, on the, the website. website. 77
1: inch. That extra 10 inches is costly, isn't it?
0: Size doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: 19999 for the 77-inch um, uh, wallpaper. Oh,
0: it's Black Friday.
1: Uh, are they the Black Friday prices? Because look at this. So that... that but it's six, Black Friday. When's that? In a week. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Well, hang on a minute. So what about this
0: for on-the-go podcasting? The 60... <laughs> and this is going to be useless too if you didn't listen straight away. The 65-inch E8 LG TV. That's the one yeah. we're, we're wrapping yep. here. Which was originally seventy sixty five seven thousand and ninety nine, is forty four ninety five at Harvey Norman, and that price is a colossal sale. Ends on the nineteenth. It's Friday Hang the sixteenth now. That's Monday. Yeah, it ends on the nineteenth. Well, so Black Monday. Friday
1: isn't officially till the twentieth. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm
0: just assuming that's why. Why else would there be wow. a time limit on? That?
1: Wow. So that's, and, that's and a, the, a sale till and Monday. They're,
0: and their five inch. Is also on sale till Monday as well. That's the E eight. Yep. Angus, thanks for the tip-off, for the massive yeah, sale. Yeah, thank really, you. Yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Lucky the guys are on the ball here, eh?
0: Wow. Lucky the blokes are on the ball. That's a real, like, five wow. grand. That might not look, look, look nice in the FGM office. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh, no, I'd, yeah. Oh, geez, you're going to shell out, eh? Jeez, 65 you, you did strike Powerball, did you? E8, because <laughs> that's the one, I'm telling you, folks, that's the one that sits on glass. Yeah. I, I'm prepared to say, I'm prepared to say, someone will tweet us this weekend and tell us they bought one. Yeah. That's that good a deal.
1: And thanks to the two blokes, you found out. Yeah. Bring us around for buddy yeah. cricket or something. Oh, there was a, wasn't there a guy who tweeted us recently that he got his Samsung, his soundbar, everything yes. all set up? And, and you're I like, said, when are we coming around? i still waiting for the invite. Yeah, I'm on like, Twitter. I'm like, can we please check yeah. the guy first? <laughs> Do a
0: background check first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the original story here. It is great news to have high sense in the, in the field for OLED. Absolutely. It will create competitiveness like we're seeing right now totally. in the OLED pricing. Yep. Uh, and, uh, they are, we'll get a good look at the, the picture in the coming days. But yeah, it looks, looks really nice and, uh, Good value from Hisense on the OLEDs. If you want to give us feedback on how awful that segment was because we were just <laughs> free, randomly freeballing our way through the, it's called the yeah, live shopping, shopping. Uh, Ziggy <laughs> Zaggy, the hashtag on Twitter, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and their Orbi range of smart Wi-Fi systems for your home. They come in different sizes to cover different sized homes. So if you've got a big home, you go the big one. you go got a smaller home, you just need the basic entry-level Orbi, O R B I, whether it's whatever it is, if it's an Orbi, it's giving you a mesh network. And that's a network across your entire home. No black spots, no dead zones, complete speed, complete coverage all across your home. It works with your existing modem for your internet provider. So you don't need to throw one out and try and reconfigure it. You simply plug the Orbi in to your internet provider's modem, and bingo, Wi Fi across the whole home. Check it out. At Orby uh, from Netgear, netgear netgear.com.au. Now, Stephen, uh, again, just an announcement while you're away, the NBN. This was interesting to me. And I know it only applies to a very small number of people right now. I think it's 98,000 homes are connected to satellite Mm -hmm. NBN. There's a potential for 400,000, so I don't know what the other 300 are doing, but they obviously think they're good with dial-up because satellite homes retain their copper phone lines. So Mm -hmm. they retain a phone line and could well be tricked into thinking they could just stick with ADSL. Mm -hmm. Anyway, low data limits. You can't get unlimited data on a a satellite plan. There are a lot of peak and off-peaks, and this is all warranted because you can't, literally, satellites can't do internet like fibre can. Mm. So, But this is the remote and regional areas we're talking about. So places have got no other choice. If you're lucky enough to have satellite, because it's still faster than what you had before, you're probably only getting 150 or 200 gigabytes of data a month, certain amounts off-peak, on-peak, etc., if you chew through that, let's say little Johnny's playing Fortnite and he's streaming, uh let's say Dad's watching uh Bodyguard on Netflix, you're gonna chew through that pretty quick. And if you hit your limit, everything slows down to literally dial up speeds. And that's right, so they that, throttle you back. Oh well of course. That's what yeah. happens when you hit your data limit, yeah, right?
1: Yeah. So if you've prob- got if you've got a data limit.
0: Well everyone on satellite has a data limit. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we're only talking about satellite customers here who yep. have a data limit. So everyone gets slowed down. That's kind of not great. It's not a great internet experience. The NBN have announced next year they'll have a plus service. So it'll be a different plan. It might cost more, whatever. But the premise of the service is that email, web browsing, and critical software updates are not included in your data allowance. So they're data-free. Essential internet services That's is what really they call it. I think it's a great idea for the bush. But here's, I'm just going to go one step further and say, is this the way internet will be measured in a few years from now because streaming is what's killing the internet it's what's slowing it down yeah. it's the reason you have issues mobile the same so is it likely to be that our data limits won't include email
1: and web mm. and critical software updates in the future do you reckon that's a good idea but how's that going to improve the speed of the service then if it's not included in the calculation of your data usage well
0: it doesn't improve the speed but it ensures yeah. that those critical essential so services got, are always available need. yeah yeah, yeah. It means that if if you chew through your Netflix on day three of your um of your plan, <laughs> you can still send out your emails and the you, essentials.
1: You're not you're not hamstrung by it, but your entertainment takes a hit because <clears throat> yeah you're throttled back because that's not a critical service. Yeah, but but even I suppose an email doesn't require like top speed to send and receive. True, it but you know downloading
0: yeah. a website, even Facebook, you know there's a bit yeah, of data yeah. in that, so. Yeah. It's, we get to see exactly how the mm. web is monitored because obviously streaming video through the web is a thing, yeah. so it'll obviously not include video. But man, I just thought it was a good announcement. I thought it was a positive yeah. step forward, and I thought it was an interesting way of, I guess, approaching the concept
1: of what is the internet used for and what is essential and what's not. Well, what are the limits that they've got? What You said it's not unlimited. So what actually do, how much data do these plans have? Is it like a? Oh, it's no, like one hundred and fifty gig to two hundred gig. Oh, right. Gig. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like, that's that's a lot, but you can you can chew through that in a couple of days if you're doing some solid streaming.
0: Mate, I I don't normally look at my internet usage, but. Um with the office, On oh, which so of, of your using... NBN plans we talking well, about here, mate? at the office, I don't, go go three. I don't yet have a connection at the office, Ooh. so I'm using a 4G situation. Right, yeah. And I can tell Is you Is that right, NBN connected as well? The, it will the be office? in
1: January, yes. Ah, so you haven't got NBN everywhere, yeah. eh? Yeah. I get connected uh, this month, according so. to my... I uh... hope so.
0: So I've been yeah. monitoring the data usage, and okay. it's it's a lot of data. Uh-huh. Like, uh, 200 gig would not be enough for me. Yeah. Just sitting at... Just doing my work. Yeah. So it's it's phenomenal to... To think how sure that chicken and corn you disadvantageous. Right? Or, in the office? Uh, data limit would be if you're living in regional area. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, bit of chicken and corn, mate. Yeah. Well, what else is there to do? <laughs> exactly. What else can you do? Yeah, plough the fields. Go plough the fields. Plough the fields. Yeah, honey, I'm just going to plough the
1: fields. Just going to plough the fields. Why are you doing
0: that in the next room? <laughs> Why is the internet slow?
1: <laughs> Why are you having a share What's cold chair all about? At least you're not using up the hot water. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so NBN, I thought, and it's Sky Muster, isn't it? Yeah, as that's, the that's just the name of the, yeah, yeah. Of the satellite service.
0: Anyway, I thought it's good. If you're in regional areas, love to know your views.
1: Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. Yeah, well, uh, interesting developments this week in the Alexa world, which is Amazon's uh, smart speaker services. And they've been around, it's only been uh, February is when we had Alexa in Australia. Yeah. They've been in in, a, in the US for quite a while. But the announcement this week was an interesting one. And just to sort of background this, everyone who's got an Alexa-enabled Device and there are of course Amazon Echo speakers, but there are other brands of speakers that support Alexa. I think like the UE Boom's and yep. uh, some other is, is the I think mm-hmm. the JBLs the and Google. Is, yeah. yeah, the Sonos as well. That's right. So what you what you have with the speakers are what they call skills, which which to a smart speaker, a skill to a smart speaker is like an app for a smartphone. Great it's, way to put it. Yep, it's uh, sort of the easiest
0: way to just describe. It's what it. it's what tells Alexa
1: what to do with the words yeah, that it, you say. It's, it's like a little thing that's been created to give your speaker a little bit more. So an example
0: of a skill is, you know, Alexa asks St George what my bank balance is. Yeah, St George or, has to
1: build that skill for yep. Alexa to know what the hell to do with that command. A, a lot of companies are doing, it, including your boys at Virgin uh, Virgin Airlines. Mm. They've, I think, they are the second airline in the world where you could use well, very your innovative. voice to check into your flight. They're very innovative. Yeah, they are. But uh, that's just an example of companies going to the trouble of creating a skill. The news this week is that uh, uh, Amazon has opened up a service where you can create your own skills, so personalized skills for your An individual, me and you. That's right. So you don't know coding experience required. It's a really fill-in-the-blanks type. There's heaps of templates, and you can create a skill of your own, whether it's... uh, a quiz for your kids or instructions for your home if you're an Airbnb host perhaps or instructions for maybe someone's looking after maybe doing some house sitting looking after your pets yeah. uh, or other, others for like it'd be perfect for your family. You can set up an Alexa skill to see whose turn it is to mow the lawn or unpack ah, the dishwasher. Right. You'll say, Alexa, whose turn is it to unpack the dishwasher? And huh. it'll say, It is Jackson's turn. And so, the, these little skills where you know they're they're set into into little little uh, categories. So there's the there's this the skills for the quizzes. I think there's right. Fun so there's and a bunch games. of categories. You're basically puzzle yeah.
0: building, and and you're done.
1: And, and you, it's just simply fill in the blank. So you type in what you want Alexa to say, the responses, and it's like an on-rails experience where you can have like customized Q&As if you've got a house guest, if you've got a babysitter. So the sitter can say, Alexa, what, what when is Jackson's bedtime? Yep. And then you type in, oh, it's 830 so there's it's it's information that's just easily accessible now yeah. through Alexa, and you know you can even create there's a, there's a one called Dad jokes. You can create, oh, <laughs> hey Alexa, tell me a dad, tell me Trevor's dad jokes, and then the, it'll pump out all your all your bad jokes. But also other things like telling a story, like if you wanna. Yeah, you know, create a little thing for your child, maybe yeah. a little story for your child, and and you can put in little sound effects and stuff as well. You can even if you're if you're a student, there is a learning and knowledge category as well where you can actually uh, help your help your study. So you can create maybe some flashcards, uh, okay. so where you t- test your knowledge on certain so things. Here's my problem: we've talked about this before. Did,
0: have they given any information as to how well they're doing? On I've seen no. now two people tell me they're
1: using Alexa. Yeah. That's good. I, I use Alexa a lot at home. I'm not talking yeah. about you mate. Yeah. But I, I think this is a step in the right direction to give people the option. I I know Google you can create little routines and do all that and it you know Google's a big massive company. But hey, Amazon's here, pretty big too. I I know Amazon <laughs> oh, is but oh. Google kind of had the head start. They had they, they sort of had first mover advantage. Mm. But Alexa's only been here since February. So they're kind of playing catch up, but really being aggressive in these new features that are rolling out. Like they re- they released a, s- a speaker with a screen on it straight away. All the range of speakers now, the Echo Show with a bigger screen. Now they've come up with the skills, the blueprint for the skills, and it is really easy to do. I'll put a link in Tech Guide, and uh, have you written about it on EFTM? No. There, there, well, on, a, on Tech Guide is a step by step thing to do. a Link to to your own blueprint page. You sign in with your Amazon account. Really easy to do, and a lot of fun, and I reckon a lot of uses that you haven 't thought of yet, you know, remember when the app store first opened yeah who who does thought who could have thought what was possible, similar to this, where I suggested and my one of my ideas was this would be really good for a family or someone who's dealing with maybe memory loss or you're, yep. a, you're a caregiver for someone who's got memory loss yeah. where you can set up a skill where the person's going to say, hey, Alexa, what's on today? And they'll say, okay, don't forget to take your pills at 10. You've got yep. a doctor's appointment at 1. Mm. So th- there's, there's possibilities here where we're going to s- hear about a lot of these really cool skills people can develop really just simply by yeah. typing in these instructions.
0: Well, if you've got Alexa and you want to play with the skills, you can read the details at techguide.com.au. Send us a... Uh, a net note. I was going to say. Hello, feel like Lorsi. Send us a tweet. Net uh, note. That's what Lawsy <laughs> used to call that? emails. Yeah, I <laughs> you know, know that. Send us a net note. Fortress <laughs> at com <Aussie-mail.com.au. laughs> That's Lawsy's email address back in the day. Yeah, well. Uh, at Twitter at Trevor Long at Stephen Finnick, and uh, yeah, let us know. Are you and using Alexa? Yeah, yeah.
1: Apart from me, I'd love to know. Two Blokes Talking Tech, proudly supported by Uniden. They've got a great new product. It's the AppCam X-Lite. So it combines their spotlight technology with their Guardian AppCam technology as well. So you're looking at uh, wireless wireless cameras as well as having a spotlight built in as well. And it also includes, of course, their famous ThermoSense technology, which can detect both heat and and movement. So if there's anyone moving about, you're not going to get those false notifications of a tree swaying in front of your cameras or a car driving by. You're going to get the proper notification. And with the X light functionality, it's can it's a sensor light. You can also turn that on through the app as well. You can remotely view as well through the app. HD really clear view so if you're in the next suburb or on the other side of the world you can keep an eye on your house, your car, your boat, your holiday house and it is weatherproof so you can have them inside and out. There's two-way audio as well so if you want to talk to someone in front of of the camera there may be a a delivery or a courier you want to talk to you can uh, have that two-way audio as well. And as I said, you've got your remote viewing. You can store locally, too, on an SD card or choose to have a cloud backup. So plenty of features there. A really handy all-round solution, both a camera and a spotlight. The Guardian App Cam X-Lite. More details at uniden.com.au. Now, announcement uh, this week or this day or yesterday, I can't remember, but very, it
0: was very, very recent, from uh, Alcatel and Telstra uh, of a tablet. Now, Telstra announced a couple of... Alcatel phones earlier in the year. So they've got the Telstra Essential and all these, the 1C. Essentially, because Telstra pretty much had to get rid of ZTE with all the dramas they were having, they've got a great relationship now with Alcatel, and I think it's paying dividends already, despite the fact that we're, we're good friends with the people at Alcatel. This is just just blaringly obvious. Yeah. This new tablet, the Al- a Telstra Essentials Tab, 8-inch, eight eight, um, <clears> has 4G SIM, has an SD card slot. Um, it has a pretty nice screen, like... Oh, I've got yeah, to be honest. Good it's size, not, eight it, inches. Yeah, but it's it's quite a bright screen. It's not no it's not yeah. as bright as an iPad, I don't know that. Yeah. It's hundred and twenty nine dollars. Incredible. hundred and twenty nine dollars. Now I thought, <clears throat> well, that's my I've done a lot of segments where I talk about, you know, the value of a tablet. You yeah. know, especially for kids, you know. Yeah. You gotta be careful because kids wanna do certain things. They want to play certain games. So this has built into it a kids mode, parental. Controls. Yep. You put a pin in, and then you, you're into this whole other area where you control what apps the kids can see. Oh. I was playing with it today, and it automatically suggests a bunch of games to download. None of which are simple. Like there's mm-hmm. Cooking Time, which my kids play all the time on mm-hmm. their iPad, where you're kind of building a restaurant and doing things. And I downloaded that game. I thought this will be this will be a challenge. Is it is it laggy? Because the big thing about this Cooking Time game is you use your finger to drag a burger a, a, a hamburger into a bun, and then off to a customer. It's, it can't mm-hmm. be laggy. Yep. Mate. It was great. I was sitting there playing it for Smooth. like 10 minutes. Smooth. Great. Yep. Now, no, it wasn't fast to open the app. No, it wasn't fast to download. Yes, I had to do updates to Google Chrome Store or Play Store or whatever it's called. No, when you go from portrait to landscape, it doesn't instantly do it like an iPad yeah. does. But, mate. Well, it's $129. Well, 129 yeah. bucks. Good value, great product, absolutely really impressive stuff. And, and
1: what what also improve, in, uh, helps the experience is that having the Go edition of, of the yeah. Android operating system. So with the quad core chipset on board, you're getting this really good. Yeah, you're right. It's not as quick as the, the brand new iPad, but it's still really smooth for what you're getting for what you're paying. Well, here's what my kids do. my
0: kids get iPad time, and uh, they they have a couple of games they play, they watch YouTube, they play music. Now Harry plays the simplest bloody games in the world. Yep. Uh, including Cookie Time, they sit and watch YouTube. I'm telling you, this thing actually is all you need for your kids. Yeah, like an iPad Mini is 550 bucks. Mm. This is, you can buy three of these. Four, them. If you've got three kids, buy one, one
1: each. One instead each. of one iPad. One, on, one iPad. Exactly it. And the, and at the price too, like for and and I understand like parents have got a for for even primary school kids they do require an iPad for school. Mm. So this is a really good price for a child. If if they drop it and break it, you've only lost $129.
0: My only thing about parents and school is be cautious that you're not buying this as a replacement for whatever the school might want. Because two things... Peer pressure might result in this not being the right device for your kid. Yeah. But secondly, it might not actually do what the school needs it to do. So yeah. some, schools, some schools only work with iPads. Some yeah. work with certain apps. You need to make sure this will run those apps. But at mm-hmm. the very core of it, it'll be in Telstra stores soon. It may not be in all the Telstra stores, so ask if they've got it yet. But mm-hmm. it's called the Telstra Essentials Tab 8, yep. 129 bucks, And you don't have to put a SIM card in it, but you can Yeah. You can to keep it fully four, connected
1: all the time. For a 4G connectable device for 129 bucks. that's pretty with good. With an 8-inch yeah. screen. The, 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 SIM, the SIM is... Uh, at uh, a cost, but added still cost, the yeah. fact you can do it. But also, too, it's got like things like face unlock as well. It's got face oh, yeah. security, which you'd expect to find on a, on a device that's way more expensive yeah. than this. It's very so uh, really good value. And again, Alcatel proving you don't have to spend massive money to get a decent product. Spot on. Check it out at uh, com. Yeah, Can well, you drone uh, writing? I can't. I, I I sort of lost our place there, but um, foldable phones. The foldable phones. Yeah. Well, this this story was well. Samsung had their developers conference yes. last week. While you're in Hawaii. Yeah, and I I did I did file I did uh, cover it and post it on Tech Guide at the time. And interesting, the most interesting announcement apart from the new operating systems and all of that, the one that stuck out for me was the new this this ultimate ultimate. Screen technology, the Infinity Flex display, Mm. which by its very name, Flex sort of tells you that it's a foldable screen. Now, how I've written this story is the fact that, yeah, it was an interesting announcement. Interesting that it was uh, that that announcement came at a developers' conference. Yes. So there's developers in the room. So similar to Apple's WWDC, where here's what's coming get your thinking caps on of what we can do with this. Mm. So this to me is kind of the precursor to – the next wave of smartphones. And to be phones.
0: clear the reason for that is because it's a second screen. We've had two screens. We've got uh, the LG had the V30, V20 with that little screen up the top. Yeah. There's different second screen approaches already, but this is intense. This is a tablet screen on the inside of yeah. a phone. You, you take your smartphone, you open it like a book and there's a tablet in there, right? Yeah. So they need to work out with the developer if you're walking at something on the front and then you open it up what happens. You know, these are the yeah. kind of things developers so need, need to continue work on inside.
1: Correct. So my, the ideal scenario would be that You've got the phone, so you'd be looking at the front screen. Let's call it a 5-inch screen Mm -hmm. or 5.5-inch screen. And then, oh, hang on, I want to watch YouTube or I want to multitask three different apps. You open it up like a clamshell, and then suddenly there's a 7.3-inch screen where you can now look at your YouTube video or have your email with your browser and your map. In one do- now, in one screen, this thing looked hideous on stage. It was in a big
0: bulky yeah. ca- um, case, which I don't think was all just protective, you know, um, cover like camouflage. Mm. I think it's nowhere near finished yeah. because the screen on the front was way smaller than the whole front. The screen on the inside, it was like a centimetre thick phone f- like yeah. device, so it was very weird. But they so said, we, yeah. but they said it would be released. In early 2019. 2019 yeah. So that's an MWC well, announcement.
1: It leads me to believe, is the S10 going to be this new no, factor? No. way. Is it going to be the, the new factor?
0: This is the Samsung Galaxy F for Freddy. F. F. Yeah, this is the Samsung Galaxy F. Okay. It won't be the well, flagship What was it phone. called?
1: The win- the, what was it called the winner? Or what, what, there was like a code name for it? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't yeah. But, uh, but look, I, I, is I this, don't... Is, you, don't, you don't reckon this will be the new Galaxy?
0: No. No No way. So won't be the Galaxy they S10. Need, they need to test this technology for durability and a lot of things before yeah. they make it flagship. But here's the thing. You talked about what form factor it would be, and you said, you know, open like a book. Yeah. So what do you think? What I think is we need to think about this. I know they've done this nice little book thing, but think about what, it, what they've actually created here, which is a technology that allows a piece of what, what's not glass anymore. It's like plastic. It's like OLED. Bendable. To be bent, not just rolled
1: or bent, but just yeah. literally flattened on each other yeah. without there being a crease. Just, just, just a little footnote here. ZTE made a phone like this. A year ago yeah, at but it was MWC, two pieces. yeah. So there was a big, there was a big crack in the middle just, of it. It was just, an open it was two up screens, two yeah. screens, right? So this it, is one, this is one continuous. So screen. no crack,
0: no crack, no bend, no nothing, no <laughs> crease, no nothing. No crack, right? No crack. Don't yeah. bend over. There's no okay, crack. There's no nothing. crack, right? But my thing is, what could you do with this technology if you were uh, spitballing and whiteboard? What do you do? So you know what I do? I wish I had one here. I've got one in the cupboard here. I go back to the flip phone. Yeah. so well, it's I go, the ultimate flip phone isn't no it? no, but I go literally the old style flip phone so it's small yeah. right yeah. might have a screen on the front tell you who's calling but when you open it up it's a smartphone
1: yeah.
0: right so when you open it up it's it's the
1: size of an iPhone we know today okay so you see so it reckon, folds in half so you reckon it'll be sort of it, when you when it's folded it's yes. really small. Then you open it up. Well, that was the form factor that was all the rumors so where saying, sort of the flex is in the middle yeah. of the screen. So Samsung's not but doing no that. But no front screen or a tiny screen oh, on the just front.
0: Just a small screen on the front so you know who's calling or whatever. That's not if what it, Samsung's doing. I'm just saying what a, what a great way to give us – because the smartphone screen what, is great.
1: I'll, I'll ask this then. I'll play devil's advocate here. Why? Mm. What's the point? We've already got a screen that big.
0: Because then it's protected. Yeah. It's 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 closed. still You so still have the screen... same
1: screen we've got now, though. What do you mean? So if, if say, I'm holding up my iPhone XS Max, if that's folded in half... It's half the
0: size of my pocket, Yeah. right? The screen is protected from bumps, scratches. number of times I've scratched the screen just because I'm throwing it in the bag or whatever, so there's no more scratches on the screen. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot
1: of reasons to protect the screen in a clamshell. Understand, but my my takeaway is that the point of doing this is to give you a bigger screen in your pocket. No, no, I'm that's yeah. that's
0: Samsung's plan with the yeah. Galaxy F. Let's right call it that, right? Okay. I'm just saying now this technology,
1: this screen technology exists. Yeah. What else could be Bring back the flip phone. Yeah. So maybe Motorola might wake up. Mate, the that razor, would be genius. The Can razor.
0: Think of the, the razor is the perfect example because it was so thin, it so was flat, thin and light. Yeah. And the keys were really not real keys. They felt, you know. They were they were, touch keys, yeah. So ma- imagine that whole thing's a screen. You flip yeah. it open you and got your baby. Still got baby. Still got yours? No. You've got, <laughs> yeah. You've
1: got like a smartphone. I remember seeing at CES many, I'm talking 12 years ago. A similar prototype, similar thing that you're describing. It was a Sony prototype mm. where it was two, like, like um, I've got like a, like a laptop screen, like mm. a laptop, and there was one piece of screen that folded from the keyboard curled up to the other side. So the bottom half was the keyboard, mm. the top half was the screen, but it was all screen. Yeah. And then when you That's... fold it out flat, it was a, a full screen a full as well. Screen. So I'm not suggesting
0: that's not exactly that. That's anyway. I just think it's I think it's exciting what Samsung's doing. Mm. I'm saying it's even more exciting to go right five years down the track. What do you do with this screen technology? Yeah. So when Apple licenses this screen technology, if they're not already working on themselves, what does Apple do to their devices? How do they incorporate? Just take the book out of your mind for a moment that Samsung's shown. The fo- yeah, open up. Yeah. And so what else do you do with the foldable so you, screen? So you
1: sort of it, – it'll be like almost a wallet. So you fold it like a wallet. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's a small enough thing to fit in your pocket really yeah. easily. Yeah. So rather than having a big bulky – you want the big screen, but you don't want the big device. Correct. Yeah. So instead of having an 18 by 9, which kind of fit a big screen in a small device, you're saying that let's have the flip – where that you open it up and it becomes your normal size smartphone, spot on. Perhaps a six or seven C- inch screen.
0: Yeah, and hopefully by then they're thinner and all that stuff as yeah. well. So it actually becomes. But with the a technology to factor.
1: allow that OLED or whatever, f- whatever technology screen it is, yeah. to just open it up seamlessly, yeah. no crap.
0: Samsung's biggest problem next year will be how. How does it work after a year? Like that's why it yeah. won't be the flagship phone. They need to make it work. It needs to be. Yeah. It needs to be durable. It needs to be on every angle. You can't see bubbles in it. Because there was another one called Re- Re- Revolve or. Re- Re- there was another one that came out literally the same week, which yep. was the opposite. The screen was on the outside of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you opened it up, it looked like you could see the bubble in the middle where the screen had, <laughs> like, it's not, man, that just looks rubbish. Yeah, Why would you buy that? Yeah. So it's exciting, though. Interesting stuff. It is. Oh, well, it's uh,
1: next year is going to be an interesting year, then, for the, the smartphone. Oh, I well, think what, next uh, year is a big year for big smartphones. A revolution, big revolutionary year rather than an evolutionary year. I hope so. We haven't yeah. had one for a while, let's be honest. Absolutely. The
0: the, the iPhone X was probably a revolutionary year for Apple. Yeah. But I don't think anything else was doing already. But I don't think anything else is revolutionary in the last five,
1: ten. Yeah. In smartphones. Well, the eighteen by nine sort of fitting that longer, thinner screen, getting rid of the home buttons, just making more screen to screen Mm to body ratio higher.
0: I still think fingerprint under the screen is the best thing to come out of this year. Absolutely, and, and just wow. on that,
1: Oppo's new R seventeen Pro, thing? which is half the price, less than half the price of the Huawei Mate twenty, having the in screen fingerprint reader as well. Yeah, yeah a, I think which, a lot which, of other companies think, obviously coming through. I
0: think Samsung will have that in the in the in the tent. Yeah, I'm hearing. There's, too there's the also rumor. talk about the Samsung having a you know, little the peephole camera. camera. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mentioned
1: screen... that on my on my podcast, yeah. I said, well, if they've incorporated this the fingerprint reader in it. Well, they've got to incorporate the camera in it, too. All you need is a little hole for the lens. Mm. And rather than having a massive notch, which Samsung will never do, they'll that, never yeah, have a they'll, notch. They'll go to ever. the... So what What yeah. Samsung will do is have a screen that does
0: go all the way the top, and then 5mm yeah. under it will be a black be a little, spot. little
1: spot. Like yeah. a little mole. Like think, a is that a, is that a broken pixel? It'll, look it'll like it'll, a broken it'll, pixel. It'll, it'll be the camera.
0: You're watching a movie, and it's like, this is dot.
1: <laughs> it'll be weird. It'll be less intrusive than a notch.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Definitely.
1: I've seen, I've seen little images... Online, like uh, what, mm. what some renders of what it might look like. It, it reminded me of the Find X, you know, the Find X that had yeah, yeah the camera pop that pops up. out the top. It looked like that, but with a little hole instead of the pop up camera.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon pop up cameras will be a thing? I just don't think the durability of them is sustainable. And and how, oh, I, I wonder how they're doing with it. I just don't understand screen technology enough to know why, if we can put a fingerprint sensor underneath, can we not somehow get a camera to go to
1: look through the screen? Absolutely, like, yeah. Just yeah. put it under the screen. That's what I thought too. Like, exactly that. Well, why how, can't I, it just peek because through? Because I'm assuming that peek the, through the,
0: pixels. the The reason the pixels, so when the pixels light up, that, that obviously creates an effect through the, through the LCD. So can you make it so that when it's not, so basically when you go into camera mode, this bit goes black at the top, uh. and that's where the camera's shining through.
1: I don't know. I'm sure there's smarter people than us thinking about it they're right smarter now. Smarter people than us? Yes. Some engineers in, in some lab somewhere. Stephen, I'm insulted. They're probably listening to us right now thinking, geez, that's a great idea. We See, should that means it. they're not smarter <laughs> than us. Okay. If they're listening to this
0: dribble, they couldn't be. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech, uh, pictures and whatnot of the foldable Samsung phone at techguide.com.au and EFTM.com. Stephen, do you remember the Surface Studio? I do. It's massive. How big is that? There? Is it 28-inch? 28-inch, 4x3 screen. So the old yeah, your old square, square. TV, yeah. that's what that's what it On looks a like. big hinge. And it's, it's it's weird to sit in on your desk because you've got so much height in the yeah. screen. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. This is a minute review, by the way. Um, <laughs> but the Surface Studio 2 is coming out, and the one I had was $6,599. Yeah, they ain't cheap. Uh, it was a Core i7, uh, two, one terabyte, 32 gigabytes of RAM. That's a lot of money for that computer. You, you list those specs and you can get something better, trust me, for the price. Yep. But it's the screen that comes down yeah. and sits on it's your a desk tablet, and, draw on and you can draw on. It's the same audience as the iPad Pro. Yeah. Every person that Tim Cook was speaking to about that beautiful yeah. new iPad is the audience Microsoft's talking to with the Surface Studio. Absolutely. Now, I, I think I gave the Surface Studio original one like 4.8 out of 5. It was a stunning yeah, thing. Great. Nice. Yeah. I gave this one 4.4 because... It's it's still as beautiful. It's yeah. it's more it's powerful and all those things. It's got better graphics. Screen is slightly brighter. There's a few good things about it. But mate, there's one USB-C port. Wow. there's four USB ports. It's like come on people. It's 2018. You need to switch the other way. You right. need to go. Okay, we're going solid here because USB, especially for a designer,
1: Thunderbolt, as USB well. C. Yeah. You're whacking
0: in a hard drive. There's a lot of things you can plug in there. I thought that was disappointing, and secondly, the price. It's just insane yeah. money. Although, is it is it the same? Although it's not no, really. Mate, the, RRP's
1: you, are pretty more pretty accurate. Eh, a yeah. computers and stuff.
0: You, you spec you you spec a Mac for that, and you'll get a 27 inch. And the other thing that yeah. I found, and I know it's it's weird because I'm using these crazy wide screens, but I I missed the width, so. It was good. <laughs> I just knew. I'm you'd not go touching there. that. Oh, what? Oh, oh, no, you're it. not.
1: <laughs>
0: the height of the screen was good, but I like to arrange my window so I've got a, like a calendar, my email, and my yeah. notes. Like so, three, you're saying you like the windows. width or don't like the width? I like having. width. You like width? Okay. I think width is important. Width better than length. Okay. Okay. Uh, height. Width yeah. better than height. Width better than height. Okay. No one mentioned length, Stephen. I hear. So I actually think they what they should do is make a widescreen Surface Studio.
1: Yeah. Like it would so be- rather than the well, I think the the reason for the, of that shape display was because you're sort of focusing on like you know when you got a Photoshop file or an Illustrator file, that's the shape of it. It's it's not. You're I don't focusing on on one thing.
0: I don't think anyone is using the entire screen for that project. When you've got a 28 inch screen, you're not using the whole thing,
1: right? you oh, maybe if you wanna if you want to dive right into a file and and do some editing and stuff. I'm just
0: going to try and quickly digress, but I can't find it. Man, I was at Harvey Norman Moore Park today, and there was a computer there which I've never seen before, and it was probably the most beautiful thing I've seen. It was a HP. Yeah. HP is all the in phone? one. No, no you're the only one. All right, all right. Like wide, it's probably 32 inch wide. Yeah, but the it had a base, like it's kind of like the service studio, but a, a yeah. big long base, and it was that. It was that folio style design. It was, yeah, it was beautiful. Like it was a beautiful computer. Damage? I don't Very know, I, I didn't even look, mate. It was, it was just beautiful. So it was but like a, a touch screen. It was a HP all in one with a with a kind of computer in the base style. It was beautiful. Yeah. If you love beautiful computers. I would check pop in and check that one out. So anyway, that's the Surface Studio 2. It's at EFTM.com. dot com. The other product I wanted to tell you about, because um, yeah, I didn't want to expect you to do reviews while you're away. You're a very busy man, enjoying <laughs> long walks with your wife. Um, uh, lots it was, of, it lots was of an steps. early, it was
1: an early uh, anniversary trip as well. By the way, my oh, wedding, great. my wedding anniversary is next week when I'm in Korea. Wouldn't have enough
0: to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My wife. Um so I played around with the Audiofly AF one hundred W. Now these these yeah, are marked. I'll be version. trying these. Right. Mark two of these. Now I f- loved these. And yeah, I nearly swore I loved them that much. I loved these last year. But I had a couple of gripes. These are these are in ear with a wire ear which a, you put little, around the back, but yeah. they loop over your nope. ear so they fit. They sit on your ear really well. They fit in your ear really well because these people at AudioFly have a kind of heritage in stage uh, studio audio. Yeah, studio monitors. Studio monitors. So the sound is sensational. Um, the fit and comfort was great. But I had a problem last year was the battery life wasn't great. And they also had these two modules. One on one side was the battery. The other one was the controls. Mm. Just didn't feel comfortable. You couldn't really tighten it around your neck. I'm just going to take credit here. It's like they read my review and went right out Mark 2. It's going to be based on that. Yeah. Because they've got one small module now. The uh, cord is fully adjustable now so that you can really tighten it to your back seats. So when mm-hmm. you are I'm assuming running, but I was made the launch. Yep. Um, it can be tight to the back of your head. Audio quality is great and the battery life is like 8 hours now. Like I flew to US with That's impressive. beautiful, right? Yep. And it's this tiny module on the on the cord. Now if I had to be completely, like, find a negative, it was because... So they've removed all the plug and stuff from it. They've created this little dock for the for the thing, so it's magnetically clipped on, mm-hmm. and that's what you put the cable into. Yep. It's a bit too loose magnetically. You don't really know if it's charging. Sitting on the plane, it didn't charge because it was bumped. A stupid tiny thing, I think it could, could be a better mechanism. But apart from that, mate, sensational. Really great headphones. Perth is Company. That, is that the AF56W?
1: Is that? that no, one? these are the
0: AF100Ws, Mark Two. Okay. Um, well, there we go. So one eighty
1: nine, one 99
0: yeah. Really nice products. Uh, great packaging. They're they're a great product for an Aussie company. Um I honestly I couldn't not recommend it. They're fantastic. Aussies, Aussie company too.
1: Yeah, Perth and, Company. And uh, JB Hi Fi stocks them too, I understand. I believe so. And yeah. online, they've got an online store. Yeah, yeah.
0: Audiofly Audiofly, one word, AFW one hundred AF one hundred W Mark Two. Look for the MK two. The box is like a peach colour. Yep. the the box for the Mark ones is like a black uh, mainly black box so if you're looking for the difference um, that's the difference two blokes talking tech details at eftm dot com Stephen lovely to have you back we are on a plane on Monday morning to yes. Korea we'll probably record I reckon Thursday because yep. looks like there's not much to do on yes, Thursday yes
1: the itinerary's opened up for us
0: so we'll um I'll bring yeah I'll bring the gear yeah I'll bring the gear all the gear and no idea what, what was that how I roll yeah uh, and we'll put out a podcast next week from Korea. We're just going to with Samsung to get some uh, background on the world and see how their yep. their organisation runs. So that'll be fun, and we will looking forward we'll a to a show it. from over there. Welcome back, and we'll
1: fly away again. It's like you go to the yeah. uh, airport back, back for three days. They just know you there, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's for when, when the customs guy knows you, it's, it's a way wild. off to now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the guy on the the Qantas lounge knows your name too. Yeah, yeah. Qantas first class, Korean is minor, not good. Yeah, why not good? Well, what lands are they going, mate? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it'd be Star Lights. It'd be the New Zealand.
1: Okay. I can live yeah. with
0: that. Two Blokes Talking Lounges. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for now Lane. We'll talk to you next week. Get in touch anytime on the hashtag ZiggyZaggy on Twitter, uh, at Trevor Long and at Stephen Fennick. See you, mate.
1: Bye-bye. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Finnick.